Hello, and welcome back to the third floor. I hope you enjoyed our new logo. Uh, in this pod, I'm outside with my friend Ryan Morse, the returning reigning champ. Uh, we sat outside. This is the first time he even uh, came outside, but he'll get into that. I royally screwed up. I didn't have um, my producer there, and I didn't record anything into the microphone that is sitting right there for the whole video. Uh, luckily, the audio from the video is pretty good, so we're going to use that, and I, I hope that's all right for you guys. Enjoy the reigning champ, Morse. Today, <clears throat> introducing, coming in, at, no way, <laughs> coming in at 6'1", 170, thank you, 172, <laughs> 172, the reigning champ with a long face. Make sure your mail gets there on time. Ryan, the horse morse. Welcome to the show. Hey, man, thanks for having me. That was a great intro. That's probably the best one I've ever had. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm made out for WWE <laughs> intros, but I got to keep practicing. But yeah, I think I should do that. Uh, I thought of it initially for you for the first time, but I think I should do that for everyone now. Just do like a WWE announcing. Let me tell you, a guest would feel very welcome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I belong here now. <laughs> um, so let's start. I'm here with Ryan Morse. Um, he's actually been locked away in his room for two and a half months, and he's decided to break his quarantine to be here today for all you listeners and our YouTube following. Um, Morse, talk about that. Come yeah, on. so I got home from school March 12th. Yes. And since then, today is June 1st. So for two and a half months, I've been in my room quarantined. Uh, best part is, it's like uh, there's a meme that my brother has sent me a multitude of times. And I'll paint a visual picture here for the audio listeners, the YouTube people, they don't have to see. They just see my hands moving like this. Big head, big head. But <laughs> in the audio aspect of it all, there's a meme of, you know, in Avengers Endgame, when Hulk puts on Thanos' glove, mm -hmm. or, or the made-up Iron Man glove, right, to right, snap right. everyone back. He says, it's like I was made for this. There's a meme of him saying that with Turtle Beach headsets, a headset on his head, <laughs> oh. and it's talking about gamers for quarantine. And that's pretty much what it was. I, was. I can sit in my room for so long without a worry in the world. So you've had no issue? Oh, not at all. I've been fine. I've been absolutely fine sitting in my room. I play Xbox like seven hours a day. What games? What games? Seven. <laughs> seven hours seems light for as much as you've been home, actually. I'd imagine yeah, I'm like... pretty sure I was being generous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what games you been up to? Um, obviously Minecraft. Obviously Fortnite. COD I just reinstalled as much as it's half my Xbox gigabytes. GTA has been unbelievable. So fun to play with during this time. The GTA 5? Yeah. Oh, wow. I've been yeah. missing out. They've been doing a lot of, or have updates and oh, everything. Oh, yeah, you could go to a damn it's casino. Crazy. Yeah. Like, what's the, what's the meaning of I haven't been that? to the casino. <laughs> yeah, there's like a weird thing with the money in that, right? Like, every, there's, you put in real money to just get game money or Yeah, something. you can do that as well. It's like a bull shark card. You just buy it and then you get money on your game. In your, 
but it's money out of your real life pocket. Mm -hmm. I've thankfully never spent money on that game as wow. much as I spent That's money on shocking. every other game I own. Thousands of dollars on FIFA. <laughs> Oof, FIFA this year. <laughs> Let's not get into that one. No, no I don't even want it. My bank account cries every time FIFA's mentioned. <laughs> you just keep pressing A hey, on all those backs. Um, oh, that's bad. Well, one of my questions was actually with with no sports and staying home outside of gaming. What have you done to fill out your time? Um, Any extra curriculars or? I've I say I've learned boxing, but I haven't learned boxing. I've just watched some guy give me a twenty minute workout for beginners uh, for exercise. And I've done it twice. I've been home Dude, for two. You're minutes. like a pro boxer. Yeah. So, so I gave you the correct intro. Oh, 100%. 100%. You'll see me in a fight. I don't know what fight, but I'll be there. And, you know, it's going to be one of those things where boxing is so fun to learn, except for the part where you actually go to, like, spar. Then you get hit in the face. Then you get hit in the face. So, like, boxing against the heavy bag is, I think, where my career starts and stops. <laughs> in, in terms of I've, I've always wanted to get you want to outside of watching these videos two videos at home you want to get out there and oh gosh no no yeah, no way I mean, so. I, i'm not gonna fight anybody <laughs> get out of here <laughs> so that's it it's just been a little too outside of gaming you've done two sessions of boxing and that's it <laughs> maybe honestly <laughs> disney plus has also been a factor. right right i watched through um almost all the Endgame story, you know, from the from Iron Man one to uh, or Captain Marvel. Um, I don't know. Did you do the same? I've done, yeah, I've done that a multitude of times. It depends. <laughs> and, and the thing I've done even more than that in quarantine is watched Phineas and Ferb probably eighteen times through. Oh, dude, they, those two brothers are <laughs> insane. Well, I, they can get done in a day. I looked at that. You know, what's so sad. The saddest thing happened while I was at college because like I've as all this thing was hitting and I was watching it through like the first time of the 18 I was sitting there, I was like yo they make the most of summer <laughs> like all 110 days summer 2k20 is about to be a movie because I'm just gonna treat it like Phineas and Ferb and this is the first time I've been outside so <laughs> but it's a good time to address they were clearly gaslighting Candace every episode <laughs> I saw a tweet along the lines of that, and I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> they were gaslighting Candace. It wasn't right. They made her sleep crazy. Of meanwhile, course. Meanwhile, she was sane. It was like, there's a roller coaster back there. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Um, okay, so let's get into why you're here today. Because I don't want to talk to you. I don't like you as a person, Very as true. a friend, or anything. That makes but sense. you ran a podcast. I did. At one point. Tell us a little about that podcast. So I ran it at school for a little bit. Me and my buddy tried uh, just to get a few things together. We did, I would say, one successful episode, and then the rest kind of got lost in translation. How many episodes did you do? Uh, one that got posted. Oh, only one. Yeah, got then literally school got in the way. Mm hmm. Um, and we know how that feels. We tried to start a series on my YouTube channel. Right, and then <laughs> once our actual responsibilities start up, then we're like, okay. okay. Yeah, can't, can't play Minecraft for 10 minutes every day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I ran the podcast, and I had we were just kind of talking about the Premier League soccer and stuff like that, because that was still going on at the time. Were you on with him, or were you yeah. just running? Okay, so, so yeah, it was you two. Yeah, it was us two together in the uh, radio room at my school. 
and it worked it worked like a charm sounded great you know what kind of mics did you use we use basically it was basically the mic that you're using right now except it came over the top so mm -hmm. literally it was no pop filter which kind of sucked because like you had to get really close to the right mic there. and then if you lick that mic that is so disgusting mm -hmm. that's why pop filters i swear by because they just catch keep everything it, yeah, yeah yeah they keep it clean i want to get one of those as well they're, I, dude, they're awesome, and like, they're such a tiny thing. They're not in, like hugely important mm -hmm. to a podcast, but like, if you get really close like this, and you get too close just like this, there's a pop filter blocking you from getting this uncomfortable audio distance and, from and the S's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, so it was you had a pop filter, but it was one mic for the two of you. No, no, no. There's because it's the radio room. There's four mics. Oh, but so they were dynamic. Then. Yeah, dynamic 100%. mics. Okay. Yeah, because we, this one isn't. This one catches fucking everything. Yeah, everything, and yeah. like those are strictly meant for you. Even more so, they're all hooked up to an audio board, so you right. can control. Levels. I couldn't do a mixer with this either. That's what you kind of yeah. asked me before. If I could use two USBs before we started, and I there's no. There is some type of thing with the Blue Yeti where you could plug USBs into their version of it, but it's not a mixer. It's not a mixer, right? yeah. and you need XLR mics to really do that that process, as far as I know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, but I mean, hey, it ran smooth. We talked for 40 minutes about the Premier League. It mm -hmm. was fun. It was clean. No dead air. That's always the most important part when you have strictly audio podcasts. Mm -hmm. When you go silent for a little while, people are just there like, what's going on? What are, you, what are you doing? What are they doing? <laughs> and, yeah, it, it worked. It worked smooth. We kept it going, and that was really those podcasts were fun, and just helping us improve because he's uh, he's a senior, my buddy who I ran it with. So he's at yeah. So he's out of mm -hmm. out of school, and you know it's it's stuff. It's practice for me uh, with my hopeful career, getting into things of that nature, talking mm -hmm. about sports on radio and podcasts, and hopefully I'm helping. Well, we'll get more into your, your broadcasting. I, I definitely want to talk about that, but let's stick with the, the podcast. So, you only did one one show, you're saying, yes, right? One but you did show. post it. You mentioned something about getting it on Spotify or something like that? Yeah, my buddy is like really logistically sound with all things computers, and mm -hmm. like, I'm not. Like, if he had okay. an Xbox problem, I'd have been right there. I don't know this guy. I'd have been right there. But for the computer and like getting things on Spotify, he listens to a ton of podcasts. I listen to more video podcasts like Rooster Teeth and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I see that happen and the audio gets posted somewhere else by the people in the back. And I think how the way it was done, he, I needed to rely on him a lot more in terms of that stuff because he yeah. that was his area of expertise. I'm not going to push myself into that and be like, oh, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? I knew he knew. So, so you gotta, trusted him. Yeah, so trust so he did the editing for that. Uh, the editing there really wasn't much that needed to be done. We ran kind of like we ran in. a quick forty minutes. Uh, the only thing that he thought would be smart to add was an intro or a, not even really an intro. He he just added visuals sometimes because we posted on YouTube, but we didn't have mm -hmm. a literal camera filming us. So, mm -hmm. but in the end, it, it wound up working out really well. The editing was small, like you said, like we were talking about before we we went on. The editing of this isn't crazy, but it's definitely a much needed step yes. and a very important one. If you want to get better, and, and it is, it's not crazy, like you said, it's not hard. It's not hard to edit. This I, I found that everything I've had to try to learn, 
takes me a one minute video after I type it in on Google. <laughs> like literally, and I'm like, oh, okay, I just gotta move that there. And, um, but what I found is if you wanna put out, this is like my math to it. And I've only done four videos now, mm -hmm. actually two videos with audio and then two audios. Yeah. And I did it on iMovie. I don't know where you guys edited it. I used iMovie, but I gotta get it going. Our school allows us to do a free Adobe. Okay, so Adobe's be... really good. Yeah, yeah. But but iMovie works for me, and I do it all on my iPad. Um, but basically, what I found is that depending on the length of the podcast, so say we go for forty five minutes today. Yeah. If you want to put in um, or put out there a good product, it's gonna be three times your initial thing. So it was forty five minutes to record. And then you're gonna need at least an hour and a half. So two more, two times, yeah. you know, the original number. So you're gonna need an hour and a half to edit, to listen through, to make sure it's good at the end, to add things. I think you need to, to double that initial time. And then you put out a good product, but still with that for podcasts, you sit down for 45 minutes. Now you have an hour and a half and then you're done. Yeah. It's out there, you know, it's out there and you can move on to the next video. You can even record two or three in a day and um and i think it's a pretty easy system to get a good video like yeah yeah because it's so much less pressure when you because we've tried uh going back to the youtube channel mm -hmm. that i have we've tried to record videos and i think a lot of the stuff that we do was good the problem is is constantly getting the time one i mean a recording session for some of the games we played like minecraft we just we we dwindled it down to 10 minutes and that made it easier and it made it easier yeah. because we we just focused for those 10 minutes and that was it but like i've had recording sessions when i play fortnite um where if it's not a live event you're sitting there for upwards of four to five hours recording yeah. and there's a lot of dead yeah and just, yeah because yeah, like you land and you get killed by like timmy sweat and and now you have to sit there. timmy sweat, <laughs> timmy sweat 090 and then you have to filter out that kill because you're just getting aggravated and then you just got to keep it going like podcasts like you said it's going to take that double the time which is 100 percent true i agree mm -hmm. uh, but you know at the end you don't have to sift through a lot of garbage because it's all going to be good and if you do it right after you actually already know like i've had uh we did a couple already and and i knew like jack said fuck here you know or mm -hmm. whatever well <laughs> I, I would also allow fuck but a different uh, different word um, actually, I think he named a dealer. <laughs> so, oh. like, so I had to like, I had to do that. Um, nice one, Jack. <laughs> but, uh, but that, that I remember while we're doing it. And then if I go to edit it right after, not that I know where to find it, but I know as I'm editing it, it's coming up, like keep an eye out for it. Yep. Um, but I feel like I'm already worried like that it will be easy for something to get past me if that makes sense it does 100 yeah. because a lot of things slip through like i remember when i was recording a video and literally one of the clips i was going to use i went in there laughed hysterically at my own clip which is so awful but so good because like you don't want to post anything that you won't laugh at either right uh but i laughed at the clip and then i posted it to youtube and then i listened to the clip and i was like Oh my gosh, that was a pretty bad thing said in the background. <laughs> took the video down, <laughs> took the clip out, and reposted it in another oh, way. Man. Even you know, because it's just one of those things. Like even though you have, I don't know how many people are gonna are gonna listen to this in the end of it all, but I know for those videos, they're posted for months now, and they had 30, 40 people watch it. 
but I still don't want want to watch or want to have those people watch bad things mm-hmm. in all, even if it's thirty to forty people. Because it reflects on you, yeah, overall. Exactly. And in the end, you know, when they go to look at whose account it is, yeah. if they're offended or whatever. Yeah, they're not going to see dead. They're going to look at dead <clears throat> toast and see Rabbit Twenty One as the guy who's in every single thing and be like, "That's the problem." <laughs> yeah, it's right, right. Um, so we kind of talked just for a second there about Spotify. What do you think? in terms of outreach putting this out there youtube is my easy answer i'm gonna i'm gonna start with the youtube channel i may not even promote it like on my social medias my promote my youtube channel until i get everything onto a spotify or some type of podcast app but um out of the podcast apps i've looked at like if it's not you know podcast for apple or podcast for spotify it gets a little hairy where it's like they want you to publish here and, and have rights there and, and and you know you can gain more following here quick but also they're gonna have more of your money in the beginning and, and not that i'm worried about the money not that i even think i'm gonna make a bunch of money but i don't really want to get myself in the weeds before i even start so what do you think about posting well i don't i don't mean to turn into Gary V here or attempt to sound like Gary V, but he always says everywhere is the best bet. In a way, I agree, depending on what you're doing. In terms uh I'm gonna use what he said for um what was the show? Hot Ones, when he appeared on Hot Ones. Okay. Not that I'm preparing this podcast and to start the hot ones, or do I think we'll ever reach the level of hot ones? Oh, it'll be much bigger. Because three, oh, four times as You're right. Nobody can top <laughs> Nobody top this. Sean Evans who? That's who it is. <laughs> Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say the problem with podcasts is they are so in, like you said it's podcast for Apple you know the iTunes store or uh, Spotify because after that you go to YouTube and then I don't know another place where you can listen off the top of my head where you can listen to off, a podcast. So off the top of my head, no, but I do know because I've looked into it. And then there's like they're kind of weird apps, but like maybe I'd heard of them before, but. Podbean was one of them. You know what? Most of them are for people who listen to podcasts religiously. And yeah. so they have separate apps outside of Apple and, and uh, Spotify. Uh, but I guess I guess basically we've come to the same thing here. I got to figure out how to get it on Apple, Spotify, or at least get that process in the works. Um, so, yeah, I guess I got to look into that. Anyways, um, early feedback here. What are you thinking? Oh, with the, the entirety of the podcast? It's yeah, great. The, the, it's, sim- the simplicity. <laughs> the simplicity. It runs smooth. It's, <laughs> it's clean audio like we did when we ran, ran the test before we started. That's that was good. I think, I think it's fantastic. I think, we, I think we have a good one in the works right now. I think you had five previous good ones before I was here or four previous four. good ones. Mm-hmm. So I think everything's going up and up, which is always positive. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you said that. This is also an interview for you oh this is so where do you see yourself in five years oh jeez <laughs> <That No, is. laughs> but um but no i definitely want uh you as a not not a <laughs> i don't mean to cut you off but you remember the family guy <laughs> when they ask peter that question in an interview i'm shaking the water it's gonna be picked up where they ask peter in an interview uh <laughs> where you're gonna see yourself in five years peter goes 
Peter stares at the picture of him with his wife on the on the <laughs> desk and goes, "Don't say doing your wife. Don't say doing your wife." Don't <laughs> <laughs> it took me right to the thought of where it was. Oh, wait, what was it? <laughs> I just came up with another Family Guy moment, and it was um, ten thousand dollars or this mystery box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the boat. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was. Uh, it was. I'm sorry. It was a boat or this mystery box. Lois, it could be a boat. We always want one of those. <laughs> we always want a boat. Um, <laughs> no, but I do. I, I wanted to just say that I want you to be involved as much as you want to be involved. We're in a weird situation with coronavirus and everything, and you're kind yeah. of just coming out of that. Um, but as soon as you can, I do want to have you come up in the attic, like check out the whole thing, and and um, and maybe even edit for me to try and take a little. Swap up, uh, you know, a little, <laughs> I, I could do that 100%. A little. But, but, um, we'll see. Anyways, um, let's break out into a completely hypothetical sports championships. Oh, yeah. Long ago, me and you in like seventh or eighth grade, yeah, really, talked about how we were gonna go to like all of our favorite sports championships. So, I'm thinking, let's put together. A little less. Of course, everything's hypothetical if sports or society ever comes back. <laughs> um, but let's put together a little list of like the the ones. So the the easy ones, you know, there's the the World Series, the Super Bowl, and the NBA Finals. WWE. What is the one that? Because I know you've been to a couple, but ones what what is one that you wouldn't really have the opportunity to, and would be like, wow. Um, so weirdly enough, so I've been to the what they call the Showcase of the Immortals, the Granddaddy of them all. I've been to WrestleMania. <laughs> the I, Showcase of the Immortals. <laughs> the call. I've been there in WrestleMania. Uh, it, last year. Where was it? It was in MetLife. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and it was cool because we were walking in, and you you know certain times where you splurge a little bit because when we walked in, I felt so out of place. <laughs> walking to our seats because everybody was going up to MetLife not through the field level right, to right, go sit right. in the chairs on the floor next to the ring oh wow we didn't we didn't get next to the ring because those seats let me tell you the people that get those seats congrats to them because those are expensive seats unbelievable they're awesome unbelievable so cool. WWE has this thing <laughs> um but where we were sitting it was awesome but the best part was the coolest thing to know like obviously you're nervous for the night just because you don't know how it's going to be how the show's going to be with wrestling as much as a, you're a fan you don't know you know it's uh, a script you know the the outcomes are already preset before you get out there but you don't know who in your end is going to win those rumors don't leak until, right. uh, unless it's like the Royal Rumble which is what I'll get into in a second but I walked into Wrestlemania and I literally saw a guy who uh, is a wrestler like walk right by me I was like, hey, right, go in, right go. on the field in that line. Yeah, I was like, hey, go win the title tonight. He was like, thanks, guys. And I, <laughs> <laughs> who was it? It was Zack Ryder. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> and I walked past, right past Zack Ryder, me and my dad, and we were like, hey, go win the title tonight, Zack. And he was like, thanks, guys. He got the photo. He was just getting his photos done. Uh, comes out and he won. He won the titles. Oh, like that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so it was cool. But the one, like you said, the one where I wouldn't have the case to go to is the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. Which is the one where every minute and a half people come in one by one and you got to throw them over the top rope to a Oh, oh, yeah, and, I want to see that one. And that one's awesome, even for the non-generic fan. The non yeah, anyone fans, can enjoy that. Because it's still betting. 
People <laughs> love to bet. There was one, like, I was I was at school watching it, and we didn't put money on it, but everybody was like, all right, pick a number, 1 to 30. And that was your number for the night. So, like, if 13 came out and you oh. knew it was a scrub, you sat there like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to lose so much That's money. That's pretty cool, actually. They all just come out and whoever is last in yeah, the Yeah, whoever's last. So, like, there's Rey Mysterio one year was number one. And he lasted, he wrestled for an hour, an hour, 10 minutes that oh night. Oh, my God. He stayed in the ring that long. The Royal Rumble was so long that year. Oh but it was God. awesome. Like, that's an event where, WWE-wise, I would take you in the sense of I know you would enjoy it. I wouldn't mm -hmm. take you to, like, a Raw or a SmackDown because I don't know what the case is going to be there. Yeah, that different storylines going yeah, on and exactly. everything. Um, so and beyond that, um, Masters for golf, I would think. That's, like, the... Oh, yeah, the Masters. That's a course I'd want to see. I would just like to see because it's beautiful. So, yeah. And, and so I wouldn't nice. be allowed there under any other circumstances. No, gosh, no. <laughs> Other than as a fan. I Because we can't golf. We try to golf. But, like, I would... If there was any sort of crowd there, I would hurt somebody that day because I'm not good enough at golf. One of my <laughs> balls would go way crazy oh. into another fairway, and I'd be yelling four all day, and I these people would be so aggravated at me. Not me. <laughs> yeah, because you'd be not with me. me. I'd, probably, I'd probably win the, uh, win the Masters. Oh, you just win the green jacket? Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably go home in a green jacket. <laughs> well, I'm not playing any golf right no, now. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> tennis, U.S. Open is right there. We could go to a U.S. Open yeah, literally any year. That's bad on us. Because we definitely could. <laughs> yeah, we definitely could go to a U.S. Open. Um, U.S. Open's cool. I'm not, I'm never going to the Aussie Open. Big spiders. Why? Big what do you spiders. Oh. <laughs> there are huge spiders in, Australia. Big spiders in Australia. Honestly, I it's could... It's also on fire is it still? I don't know. Probably. I don't think so. I thought I thought there was a massive rain after the really long. I guess it is spring now. It would be, yeah. Probably yeah. Finally getting some and, water. And uh, I think they've been okay. I mean, listen, Australia and New Zealand have been the talk of the town with all this coronavirus going on. That New Zealand prime minister, they're back to school. She handled it like mm -hmm. an absolute champion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she. It's it's um. It's really hard to like to compare. She did great, clearly they did. I, I actually heard about New Zealand, and, and that's been like one of the countries that everyone's bringing up, like, like this is what should have happened. Yeah. But I, I also think it's very unfair, just because countries are so different, and we are nothing at all like New Zealand here in America. You know what I mean? Um, or Sweden, for that matter, who were, was on like the complete opposite end, where they were just, yeah. they never closed down. And, uh, and yeah, I, I, I think it'd be cool if we were back at school by now, and I think that maybe we should be. But um, New Zealand, USA has to answer to a lot of people, and when we do something, then the rest of the countries are going to follow suit. Just like England kind of set the president for the lockdowns, and other Western countries followed suit. So if we were to do it, then more would do it. Then it'd be a whole uproar. But New Zealand can kind of do that under the radar and if it works out then they look like heroes if it doesn't it's still not that bad yeah i, I that's, get you. that's the only reason i don't like get too much into the new zealand or sweden argument for that matter i guess you but the problem is now is the uk and the us are the last two dealing with massive massive problems in the sense of the numbers are still going down in the united states the numbers are still going down in the uk the deaths aren't. They're still dying 
at a crazy rate, which is not a crazy rate. Not a crazy, rate. Not a crazy but, but 374 in the UK yesterday. And there's that that, that's not really a lot of people that know. which is crazy. I, I hate to I hate to sound you know, no, I get you because the, the problem was the, the in a way you're statistically right. Obviously, more than one is too many live streams. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. But when you had at a, at a previous time, I mean, I think we had one day in New Jersey, a thousand. Yes, we did have some spikes uh, here in New Jersey, but uh, <clears throat> and it, it's also I'm I'm a little bit not like against Corona, but. Um, let me see if I can shut that dog up. Give me a second. <laughs> I can cut this. Hey, what are you barking at? <laughs> no, oh, Lula. Not next to Sit. the mic. Sit. Girl, why are you going crazy? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's in your mouth? Right, she keeps going like. <laughs> um. So where was I? Where was I? We're good. We're good. With um. Puppo still gone. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right, from like 27 to 50 to, to now, we're good. Okay. <laughs> if you want to write that down, 27 to 50 to like 28 to yeah. 20. It just doesn't matter because of, I have to switch it to iMovie anyway. Um, where was I with Corona? I said totally lost my train of thought. We were basically just talking about how uh, you were... The but, oh, Jesus. no, I know. So um, I felt like going on social media, going on Twitter especially... Um, you weren't allowed to say anything against the grain for coronavirus. You weren't allowed to say like, maybe this isn't so bad, maybe this isn't, you know, whatever, the death isn't this. And I'm with you. One more death is is a bad thing. We want to try and stop that. But um, from, I remember Elon Musk tweeting about it actually, and then I read an article attached to it about the doctors across the country and the hospitals across the country that were by the World Health Organization, who, who I'm sure you've heard about, who um, released a statement on how doctors should handle patients in this coronavirus pandemic. And um, as a part of it, you didn't even need a positive coronavirus um, test to mark someone dead. As, as long as they had some symptoms yeah. and you were a little unsure or whatever, you could mark it as coronavirus death. So, <clears throat> beyond that, you were hearing on Twitter and news media, whatever, that hospitals were overloaded, mm-hmm. that, that you know, no one could work, they needed ventilators, people were dying. This was true for select hospitals that were in large cities. New York City was, was, saying, was you, burning to the ground. New York you know? on its own was almost considered like a separate uh, <laughs> total. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was almost gonna yeah, be, yeah. New crazy. Jersey, New York, actually, yeah, basically um, matching the rest of the United States in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but you looked at the rest of the United States, and hospitals were empty at thirty percent capacity because people were scared to go to the hospital. People were scared to. It's okay. It's just he's a biter. He doesn't come down. He's come down. There's a B here. Folks. That's a huge. And Ryan, for anybody on the audio podcast, terrifying. that is a huge B. <laughs> Holy shit! He's not a problem. He he hangs out all the time. He he, smokes that, time, time. That's he's cool. Chill. He's that's chill. cool, man. He just stay over there. Um, I hate bees. I hate bees. That's why when the, the 
for the brief blip of 2020 when murder hornets were a thing, <laughs> you were really. I was out. never gonna go outside. That I was gonna be stuck inside forever, and um, I've been okay with it. <laughs> anyway, let me let me finish my point. Yeah, sorry, the but that was a huge because I'll lose it. Yeah, there's actually two or three of them around here. That thing. no, don't tell me that. And one looks pregnant, but like, it can't be right because there the the boys leave the hive, but it's so big, it's stomach like. I don't know. Okay, so watch if there might be some bee babies in your hair. Um, um, anyway, the the hospitals were basically at 25%, 30% capacity and going bankrupt across the country. Actually, actually losing money by the day. They didn't know what people were scared to come in. People also weren't going out and getting hurt, you know, going doing their jobs, going doing sports, whatever. Um, and so basically around the country, there were options of, of hospitals going bankrupt for lowing doctors, putting doctors out of work, nurse, and with the relief package that was passed, the same one where our citizens got 1200 bucks yeah. and 600 with unemployment, whatever, same one with that, hospitals were given, I think it was anywhere between like $8,000 and $23,000 every time they had a coronavirus death in their hospital okay so that's where it becomes very important because now hospital administrators are not i wouldn't say binded to lie um and it's not even really lying there were, i saw a lot of videos of doctors coming out saying i'm not lying this is how who told me to report these things even though i don't feel this way mm -hmm. so i'm asking these are doctors who are saying i'm asking why is it that I'm reporting it this way when I don't feel that this is like whatever? Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of conspiracy and it looked like there were a lot, not a, I don't know if it's a lot. I don't know the number. We don't have a real number. Um, but there were more than enough deaths that were probably coronavirus was there, but it wasn't the leading cause. It wasn't the main reason. And there were, we noticed a huge fall in flu deaths this year. Mm -hmm. I don't think we saw a huge fall in flu deaths. I think we just marked them differently, yeah. if that makes sense. I get you. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, for me, I don't like to... Play it safe. I know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. I Nothing wrong with that, absolutely. No, that's the thing I always looked at. Like, everybody on Twitter who was uh, outraged by everything with the coronavirus, um, with, with that, they... And you know what? They... Everybody's entitled to their opinion. I'm not. Right. I'm not. And that's, that's one thing. I, I'm sitting, I might go up tomorrow and bash coronavirus in the attic, but I'm sitting out here with you today because I also respect your opinion. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And that that's really important. And, and that is something that's been missing a lot right now. In, in, the, in the world. The, yeah, in the world. <laughs> being able to respect other people's opinions. Yeah. And, and, that's, and that's the thing. Like, I, for one, will always play it safe. I sat in my room. One, because I knew I could handle it. Two, because I know there was no way I want to spread anything to my parents or mm -hmm. anybody else that I would come in contact with. Because here's the thing, like, in, in my aspect, I can't, I can't donate money. I'm already in debt yeah. from yeah, school. I'm not. <laughs> so, like, it, if I'm in the, how can I donate money if I'm in the negative already? So, mm -hmm. it's one of those things. negative as well. Yeah, yeah, and a large negative, you're right. So, like, it's hard because I can't help them. But I can help in other ways. I can stay home. I can help people in the way of wearing a mask when I go out now. It's one of those things where I'm not one to look at things politically. I just look at things humanly. 
That's the way I look. How at would it. other people feel? Yeah, how would if other I people... came out and I spit yeah. on them, yeah, or exactly. if I wore a mask? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like somebody who's scared outside to to go outside and they wear a mask, how much more of a weight off their shoulders is it going to be when they see somebody else wearing a mask and then they're set at a at a nice level? Because don't get me wrong, like, not to get too serious in into this, but this pandemic and what's going on in the world now is so anxiety driven because people are scared people when nobody knows what's going on mm -hmm. people are scared and it and it's impossible to figure out what's really going on right? exactly because there's and so, that that makes it scared and that makes it even scarier because you don't know who is telling you the right stuff because unless you go out there you will never know for yourself mm -hmm. at this rate which is so poor and what I, <laughs> and, and what i think sucks about it is you you don't know what's out there you don't know what's out there and you can't really believe anything you hear even though you have to believe some of the things that come in and, and try and understand but what sucks is that for as much as we hear from the media a million different things different stories different whatever you flick to one channel it tells you to wear a mask you flick to another it says you know go to work um what sucks is that generally person to person we can talk not just me and you, I think anyone, people on completely different ends in the aisle, person to person, generally can still talk even if they completely disagree. And maybe it'll be an argument, but for the most part, it stays regular. You go on Twitter, any two people start arguing and it blows up right away and it gets gross and it gets... You know, yeah, it loses the point. Whole validity of the conversation. It happens in everything. It happens in things as small as sports. Mm -hmm. I, we love sports. But those arguments are dumb. People get dumb. And it's all, just a shame yeah. because a normal conversation, I'm not saying solves all. Do not get me wrong. Because some people just can't find a solution. <laughs> no. no matter if you sit down with them peacefully, you sit down with them angrily. Sometimes conversations don't solve all. But they're, they're not a bad starting point. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, like we said, nobody wants to have a conversation. 90% of the people, if you disagree with them in this world, write you off write you up yeah that's it nowadays especially i think it's the easiest thing like you see someone tweet with something you disagree in your comments block them see ya that's the thing with you know i don't have to worry about your your input anymore because you're not um and you know what i actually don't even want to want to get into talking about twitter i'm a little upset with twitter in general anyway let's switch up gears completely um, yeah, we got the serious portion out of the way. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, I want to relax a little here, but I do want to talk to you about, um, basically as long as I've known you, man, you've wanted to get into broadcasting sports and, um, you're now going into your senior year in mm -hmm. college. And from the second he jumped into school, his freshman year of high school, I remember being in touch with him and Ryan was already getting started on uh, broadcasting and he's been doing... Tell us what sports. Tell us what's, what have you been doing since freshman year. Since freshman year, I have done men's and women's soccer. I have to go fall to spring here. Mm -hmm. Men's and women's soccer, field hockey, men's and women's basketball. Uh, that's really the only winter sport. I've never. I've worked football statistics computer. So like most of the time, the graphics and the statistics you see on okay. your screen. That's what I did. Um, and then I went to the spring. I did men's and women's lacrosse baseball softball so i'm at seven sports right now 
and then you could you can add more if you if you count the men's and women separately by one yeah. yeah so right. they, it's just basketball so seven seven sports that i've done consistently throughout i've been trying to get on the football because mm. uh, I've commentated everything, but I mean, I've done PA announcing. I've run, I've run the show a little bit while broadcasting, making sure everything runs smoothly. Mm -hmm. So you know, doing it for so long now, I say so long. It's been four years. Yeah, well, dude, but you've been grinding. Exactly. Four yeah. years of every Saturday. Four years of every Tuesday during basketball season. Four years. Uh, we're now going to be the fourth year. I won't get to do baseball because I'm graduating early. Uh, so really? yeah, so I'll be coming down for select games. You'll be graduating in the winter. Mm -hmm. Wow, awesome, dude! I, Congrats. I, thank you. If everything goes smoothly, I'll be able to finish. I'll wait in May to walk. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, but in the end, I mean, I'll from Moravian College. Yeah. <laughs> big ups. Big ups. Big ups. Uh, but in the end, like that school, really is something where they helped me out from the get-go. I mean, the first guy who worked there. Uh, who did soccer when I came in as a freshman. I was initially supposed to come on and work next to him as a color guy just to learn from him. Then he got pneumonia. And then and then, and then they were like, you do you want to work? Yeah, yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'll work, of course. Like, I literally told my boss when he told me, like, do you want to work? And I sat there and I was like, give me a second. I literally turned and went like, <laughs> I, from the guy in the room, he clearly saw. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, the moral of it all was I, I got lucky. Of course, and you know it's so sad to say I got lucky. He got sick. He's okay. Alex, <laughs> yeah. Alex, Alex the commentator, didn't never even went to the. He didn't go to the school. He just did it for us. Oh, yeah. He just. And, How old is he? Like twenty, young twenties. Yeah, still getting 20s, some. Yeah. Okay, still getting some and resume. He got whatever. sick, and then in the end, like after I did one or two games, my boss, like he just never came back. Alex and I wasn't gonna question. Obviously. No, you were like, okay. I'm getting screen. I'm getting game time. I'm getting screen time. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say. Oh yeah, is Alex gonna come back? To like you know, and then I'll just work with him. Like at that point, I was like, put me on every game, coach. Put me in. I'm ready to go. And I consider myself lucky to this day that I got that opportunity because most people that go to Division One schools, unless you're looking at Fordham, most people that go to like a Georgia or something like that, work for their local radio stations. And if they want to be a sports broadcaster, sometimes they have to start. It takes the, years. Yeah, to, they have to yeah. start in the back doing things give me one minute Liz. i'm sorry oh, sorry about that so um <laughs> we're good we're good in terms of like i was saying as basically as long as i've known you you this was on your mind now that you are hands-on doing it in and out for a couple of years and and trying a couple different things different sports how do you feel now i still feel it's it's the proper proper way for me to go in the sense of i always felt that in the grand scheme of things, broadcasting would be my best way to, to go about life in terms of a career because of a multitude And be involved in sports. Being involved right. in sports was always the top dog. Mm -hmm. uh, but then I figured, like, I would talk about sports all the time. I could do it for broadcasting. And then I and I did it. I think I'm, I'm getting better every time I go out there, which is always a good thing. We could maybe even do a little sports show when <laughs> when shit resumes. Yeah, exactly. Go on. Yeah. And, and, but the thing I always felt like is I've known a bunch of different people who obviously at this point in their lives can't do their dream job that they wanted and it's 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 a shame to look at it because they'll talk to me and be be genuinely honest with me i mean the the chef at the place where me me and luke used to work i don't know if you still work there oh, oh Frankie I, well i'm taking a break right now because <laughs> of my shoulder but um yeah. but he, he would tell me i mean he, 
you want there's a lot of people who get dealt a lot of shit on their plate mm -hmm. and in the end i would love to be a sports broadcaster because one they, they make a lot of money and that can allow me to help so many different other things mm -hmm. and like i looked at i watched my both of my grandparents uh they got sick at the exact same time needed help within the house help help in the sense of little workers who would have to change feed people around the day yeah. they were yeah. they were on their last it's either yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Worry, and, really, yeah. yeah, and you get to that point where that's not cheap. And I like you obviously know. obviously I don't envision my parents hopefully ever getting to that point uh, of sickness where, you know, it's something where could they could they can fight and get better and then just old age. Mm. Uh takes them in the end. That's you know, at hundred and thirty seven if I could if I could get my wish, but <laughs> um but the moral of it was is I watched that and figured if I could ever have a ton of money, I could help other people. I could help friends. I mean, and this is the way you felt you and, could do it. Yeah, because and enjoy yourself. And yeah, and enjoy myself as well. It's not. It's not one of those things. Like especially sports broadcasting is not something where I sacrificed for. <laughs> yeah, right. For, uh, like other people do. Like you said, enjoy myself. This is still the career I want to do. Mm -hmm. There are certain people who get into other fields just because they need to, at a certain moment. Um, but I felt like broadcasting was a, an awesome thing because. A lot of our friends too are super interested in sports and to be able to get a game say in, at the Barclays Center for the Nets and be like hey you want tickets right next to me or right behind me seated yeah have you still been sorry let me ask have you still been doing um it's not color it's play-by-play play. you do play-by-play play, I right? do all play-by-play yeah. play. I never switched to color mm -hmm. um, I could do color we actually started together at Hawthorne <laughs> basketball <laughs> games. I was the color guy. <laughs> we did. And you know what? It was fun. It was a good one. It was experience. fun. It was fun. And, like, that's the best part of the job. Obviously, the, the ins and outs of trying to help people after the fact, you know, uh, I always look at the guy, I think his name is Brady Singer. He got signed by the Royals, and that Christmas paid his parents' mortgage off. Yes. From I'd love to. That, that, wouldn't that be the best? Just holding up that piece of paper. Yeah, like, and being like, yo, you, know? you don't got to worry. Yeah. I got, like, and, that'd and, be amazing. And that yeah. stuff is always the thing that I try to strive for with broadcasting is like, I don't want to be, as much as the career is so. I think it's beyond broadcasting, worse. I think in your in your life, what you're saying, what you would strive for is, is to do things for other people. Yeah. I think that's really what you're getting to. Yeah. Th and, and broadcasting's and, the way. <laughs> I, think, yes. I think that's the easiest way to to get a voice out mm -hmm. there get the money and in the way get the money well get the money in the end like as much as i'm saying get you know, the money and to you want to go out on the golf course sometimes yeah like if i want if i want to send <laughs> if i want to go on vacation as much as i love the jersey shore there may be certain times where i don't go to the jersey shore and i want to be able to comfortably have a vacation and then you know say my friends need help comfortably go on vacation and still help my friends at the same time and i think once again i think broadcasting is the way i mean you look at jim nance jim nance is a part three course in his backyard mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know how much money that is that to make a part three hole a part three just a hole in and it's backyard. probably beautiful i haven't even it's seen like it. 80 it's like 80 yards of like actual nice <laughs> golf course <laughs> and he just sits there and play imagine going to your backyard and playing a hole that be so loud and so scary yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not to get cut off again. I keep it. Yeah, he's like in the back of my <laughs> mind every time I see him buzz over there. <laughs> um, in terms of your broadcasting, 
Um, what have you learned, my man? So what I've learned about talking. About talking, yeah, into, it, into a mic, which is so which weird, it, and maybe advice <laughs> from me, but but break into it. Well, yeah, it, and it works. The things I've learned is so crazy because in broadcasting, sports-wise on television, I've learned a multitude of things because it's different than radio. I've done a radio-style broadcast, and it's hard because you have to explain everything. As opposed to the color, <laughs> the color of the jerseys, which way they're going on the on the mm, on the court or mm. on the field, uh, what yard line, what thing they just did, is the pitcher in his windup yet? All those things come to the factor of of when there's radio. no visual, yeah, yeah, radio broadcasting, and once again, it ties into the audio broadcast that you're doing for the podcast. When people can't see what's going on, obviously people aren't going to watch the video style broadcast with the audio. And just mute the video. Yeah, they're not going to do that because then they have to sync it up themselves, and that's not how that's not going <laughs> to work. But when you can paint a picture still without having to use a visual, is so important. But the thing I learned the most, probably I would say, is just the identification of what's going on. And I, I learned it the best from one of my teachers who got into sports and he's been doing mm -hmm. it. You have to somehow learn how to tell a story without being the main person. I'll put it this way. You have to tell okay, a story without yes. being the author. Because mm -hmm. the author is what's happening on the screen. They're the right. play. You right, almost just right. have to be the person in the background because you never want to overtake a game. People or don't make come... it your story. Yeah. I, I worry, actually, <laughs> I feel like you, I don't know how to do that, but I feel like you re resoluted a couple of my issues with my own storytelling. Like, I almost feel like I get a little too involved <laughs> telling a story, and then it's more about me, and then by the time I get to the end of the story, it's like, what? You yeah, know? and you know, it's so hard to balance that, because in sports, you can tell. Mm -hmm. You can tell, like, I've had broadcasts where I'm in a basketball game, and there was a play that happened, and I had lost it, because I thought it was crazy. Mm -hmm. But I thought to myself, I go, with the general audience, it was crazy. Because they would just think you're crazy. Exactly. <laughs> and they don't want you. The goal is you don't want to overtake the game. Like I was going to say, nobody wants to come to a game or nobody listens to a game on TV and goes, man, I hope, hope Ryan's commentating tonight. <laughs> nobody goes that. They go, I, I want to yeah. watch the New York Mets or I want to watch my team mm -hmm. win. That's what I care for. And I just need this guy to tell me what's going on. And like I had a moment, we'll bring up one. Uh, the video it's one of the funniest things that happened to me freshman year freshman year of basketball first time i've ever done basketball oh yes yeah yeah the dog the mascot of our school ran onto the court and tabletopped the girl literally <laughs> tabletop once again painting a picture imagine you're standing there your legs from behind probably around your calf get taken out by a greyhound just sprinting at you oh man that's so funny she felt backwards smack her head oh, and everything so that's the thing from where I was, I couldn't tell if she smacked her head. Mm -hmm. But here's the problem with not doing your job and trying to tell a story. And it all kind of tied together. Because the story I tried to tell was, oh my gosh, this girl's in massive pain. The thing I didn't realize in terms of you know, not doing my job is I wasn't staring at her. I just heard the noise. Uh -huh. I didn't look at her. I just saw, I just saw a bunch of people around her initially mm -hmm. which you could have just reported there's a lot of people gathering around yes some type of yeah and and but the stadium was quiet so here's where it went back 
and why I got on outside the lines yeah. and they laughed at me. I'm on that side. <laughs> um, the clip states, <laughs> states, the clip goes through as the dog runs on, tabletops the girl, cameraman doesn't record it because we're told not to record accidents like that. Oh, okay. um, Especially like, in, in, I don't know if it was because he was also shocked because we're technically not allowed to record fights, that's it. That's the only thing we're not allowed to record. Um, the thing that was crazy is as soon as the dog ran on the court, tabletop the girl, I got quiet. I'd say, what was going on? I'd say, the first, first thing in the story, already bad. Because nobody didn't see, everybody's curious why everybody's turned. What's going to on? The, be, to look behind them. And, you know, I'm not explaining you're anything. you're silent. Yeah. I'm silent. Then when I get my bearing straight, as I realize what the heck just happened, the dog ran on the court. And in my one of my my fifth basketball game I've ever done, I'm sitting there and I go so early in the I go something bad has happened. So first, <laughs> first, if you're watching, you're like, what the hell's going on? This what, kid just bad. This kid's all quiet, saying something bad happened. <laughs> Terrible first start. Uh huh. Then I said, a dog ran on the court, and the dog went awry. Once again, what's is the dog biting people? Is the dog I've left when arrived. I've left so much gray area. Yeah. And that's once that again. That dog could be rabid. That dog could be yeah. That's one of those moments where and, and it's so hard to balance, like I said. You can find it more in podcast style because you can find yourself telling a story and being like, Okay, this is dragging on too long. Mm-hmm. I found myself in that moment looking in the moment, nervous as can be. Looking back at it, I was like I just said what happened. If you just relaxed if, and literally just did play by play. Yeah, if like I, usual. Yeah, right. and as silly as have it you sounds, had a catastrophe since? Um, in terms of not a catastrophe, yeah. but a moment where the the field of play broke down and, and you know yeah, you had I, to report something completely random. Yeah, it was. There's there's moments like that where I we had a coach in a lacrosse game. Craziest thing, coach in a lacrosse game was getting aggravated with the way we were doing the clock. We have student workers, by the way. Right. So, and everywhere has student workers within our conference. She got aggravated about the clock. Instead of continuing to coach, all of a sudden, the person working the clock goes, she's coming up here. <laughs> and I'm commentating this game as the coach is walking up the stairs okay. to our booth. Are you commentating? The coach is also on our way to us right now. No. You didn't mention. I had to after the fact because the mics still pick up a good amount. Mm-hmm. She came in and said something to our clock operator. She came up the stairs and said something to our clock operator. What the hell? And I literally sat there and and I because we're quiet. I'm not going to try to just continue commentating when I know somebody's coming in to scream because if if anything pick up what she said and it did so i and and i handled that one a bit better because i said if you heard anything the clock management uh do in the thoughts of coach whatever i think it was a coach of catholic at the time uh she once again early in my career i think it was freshman year as well mm-hmm. sophomore year uh she came upstairs and and she yelled she was upset with the way the clock's being managed so if you heard anything that's not us that is somebody else that is not anybody on the Moravian side of things yelling through the through, yeah. through the audio. And and I felt like I handled that better because I told what happened. And that's the thing. It's so simple to get lost in a way. If And even in those stories, like you said, you're nervous that sometimes stories carry on too long or stories become about you. It's not the end of the world if a story becomes about you in the sense of 
if you're still keeping it on point. As long as you're on the top. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, mm -hmm. like, those moments didn't become about what happened. Nobody remembers the dog running on the court. They think that's funny. What they remember is my awful Ryan commentary. Ryan behind yeah, the mic. the awful right. commentary. And that's the thing. If, if I would have stayed on topic, they would have focused on the dog. Dog, and that would have been the funniest thing ever. And they were like, oh, and that was you, Ryan? Yeah, that? That's exactly, so funny. Yeah, exactly. So mm -hmm. it just shows if you stay on topic, it's it's important, it's useful. And that's what I think the biggest thing of broadcasting has helped me. Also, the biggest thing of broadcasting, it's going to seem like a very ass-backwards point right now because I've been talking for the better half of the last four and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. But better thing I learned, too, is also not talking. Well, <laughs> yes, yeah, learn when to, to let yeah. the other... Yeah, because my buddy who I color commentate with doesn't talk too much, so I have to get he a color commentates and he doesn't talk too much. Not the most. It's he's more comfortable in certain sports. Okay. So like when we okay. have soccer, it's he fo I know what he's gonna focus on every time, so I know I have to ask questions based around that. Mm -hmm. And and you know it gets easier when you work with someone. Yeah, really. and, yeah, and I worked with him. Heck, I'm rooming with him <laughs> this this time, so we're gonna see what I can put together when I'm rooming with him what I can create because like you said it works better when you when you work with them multiple times mm -hmm. now I'm living with the kid so there's more there, so the you'll be of, right there you could play by play him putting on his fucking <laughs> jock strap <laughs> yeah. the amount of, I hope I'm not watching it but, <laughs> but the amount of planning we can do now mm -hmm. before a broadcast to know what we're going to talk about it, it, it creates such just a breath uh, mm -hmm. of relaxation because so much pressure goes into every broadcast and i'm sure you feel the same way with a yeah, podcast totally even, totally even i get feet. very anxious like uh, yeah only only five feet really <laughs> because where i want but still right before this one i'm like pacing around reading my notes like <laughs> like just try and relax while you're in there but also remember everything but also you, you got to <laughs> tell yourself a lot of con contradicting things before you get a, and talk in front of a mic you got to tell yourself to relax but also be outgoing right? you know what i mean yeah you gotta tell yourself a, a bunch of things but in the end you need to just get there and do it and be simple yep let me um ask you though so ideally with your broadcasting what i guess i have a couple of kind of things here i have like what sport what team um would you move a long distance to do oh, yeah. to be that guy and uh and would you you know, I hear the Astros are looking for somebody. <laughs> but, uh, the entire organization is no, looking for a way out. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but really, what, what, um, where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> in all five, honesty, ten years, you know. Uh, in all honesty, I'm hoping in five. And you know, a lot of people who, when they talk about future careers, they always preach patience. But the problem with patience in broadcasting is a lot of guys don't get their big break to a 40. Right. I'm working towards this every day right now at 21 years old. And you started when you were 18, 18. 19 years old? That would be yeah. 22 years. Actually 17, because yeah, you even did some yeah, stuff in high arguably school. Arguably 17. So if mm -hmm. you want to include 17, that is arguably 23 years I'm sitting in the background before I would get my big break if I get around 40. Right. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't take it, because I'd 100% take a big break. And you're going to work either way. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and But I don't want to be in an area where I'm working at, I don't know, say a Walmart, fulfilling just fulfilling the bills, meeting needs. Like I want to, as long as I get into the business after college, 
that's where step one becomes complete. Mm-hmm. You know, you you sit there, and then you can worry about step two getting on the air. I know, I know. There's a large, I would say, ninety-five to five percent chance that I do not get my first job as a sports broadcaster at twenty-three years old. In the sport you desire, what's the ultimate sport you desire? Honestly, like uh, like you said, but I try. You don't have any list of like what? what No, because the luxury of doing all these sports is I have fun with all the sports. That's that's interesting. Soccer, soccer, I've enjoyed the crap out of. I love getting up and getting ready for a soccer game on a Saturday. As much Mm -hmm. as a pain it may be, because I want to play Xbox or I want to watch TV. The initial pain gets subsided so quickly because the walk to the uh, we it's a, I say stadium but it's not a stadium or the walk to the field mm-hmm. is such just an exciting factor because you're walking there you know that there's people in those stands who have listened to you before you know that is a cool that must be cool yeah it's a cool field that you know and especially when people get to know you more mm-hmm. because there are parents I got I mean th- you're going in your fourth year here exactly so you're kind of like a little local yeah exactly yeah three i had a, a goalkeeper last year senior day she's from nevada uh but she goes to school here and it's crazy because i had her parents say to me they the, the entirety of the senior day parents because uh, i walked over they said it was the weirdest thing the way it started the conversation because i had my boss call up to me goes that person that male that man in the uh, gray sweatpants is looking for you and i was like <laughs> uh oh let me sprint away from here yeah and i was like i was like i'm gonna be really really poor here but it was just a generic dude it was literally just a generic dude but i was like i surrounded by a bunch of people but i still was nervous because strangers are strangers i don't care how old i get i still don't answer the door for people if i don't know them yeah. um and this is one of those ways of i don't want to walk towards this guy if i don't know him but i said everybody in the booth just please keep just, just look a little bit look over there just mm-hmm. in case something this guy starts yelling at me or something because i'm technically as much as i've worked there for four years i don't deal with those people that's still not security me. or whatever not even security just what? my boss will uh my boss who's like the head sports information person or Take one of the of coaches issue. Yeah. yeah like that's if, not your if job. they have a that's problem with job. the broadcast or they have a problem with the way things are put out uh on the website i'm not the person who can answer for that mm-hmm. um so like just in case something like that happens but I walked over, every senior day parent thanked me. Wow. They said, the broadcast, like, you're easily the best within the conference. We enjoy it. Like, wow. we have to listen to That must have felt awesome. Yeah, you sit there and you're like, okay. It's one of those days where it's I sat huge there. Compliment. Exactly. It's a huge compliment. I just sat there and I said, okay, we're still on the right path. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm not at the point where I have to sit there and think about, okay, maybe something else. Like, so, I guess, I guess tracing back to my other question it doesn't really matter where you go you no. just want to get out there i just want to get out there get out and there. i want to have that same hopeful impact mm-hmm. that i had on those parents that enjoyed watching their kids on maybe another pair of parents watching espn one day in or, or the big 10 network watching ohio state field hockey <laughs> like it's the good feeling listening to Ryan Moore. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the whole. I think I think we should actually leave it at that. I had one more thing, but you guys all have to just wait for sixteen verse one <laughs> for another time. Um, but this was Ryan Morse. I guess do a little. Do you have a sign off? Uh, my sign off is thanks for having me. It was a great pleasure. This was like I said to you before. I, before you texted me or after mm-hmm. you texted me, excuse me, that this was the first bit of outside action that i've had i haven't seen any of you guys mm-hmm. within within two months 
So I appreciate you making the accommodation to get me outside. Oh, for this. dude, it was a pleasure. Um, really, an honor you broke your quarantine. Yeah, and and you know I thank you just because it's it's good that we had a balance today of serious talk as well as uh, joking around because that's that's the best thing. The world. The world is too serious sometimes, mm -hmm. and I'm glad we had a nice joking aspect to it because in the end, as a, as a friend group, we do realize serious things are there, and we, we... Try and figure it out together. We try to figure it out together. That's the best part, when you mm -hmm. when you have people that you trust to that point. And like like I said, as, as small as it is, with the coronavirus cases going down, I still trusted you that you, you could get me out here in a safe environment, and I thank you for that, and thank you for having me on the podcast. No problem. Hit me with your sign-off. You want my Moravian one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever you got. Thank you for tuning in to the Greyhound Sports Network on MoravianSports.com. I've been Ryan Morse alongside Luke Sosa, and I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Great. I hope the audio was not too bad for you. Uh, thank you for listening, and have a great day.